Yes, hello everybody and welcome. Um, wherever you are in any part of the world listening to us, this is Life After School. Uh, it's a program where we um, come together and we discuss life after school, the things that we were taught in life, but we were not taught in school. And we're here together today with somebody with me who is a cost engineer. He has been in the construction industry for over 13 years as a quantity surveyor and is a pioneer on all sides. All right, uh, without further ado, please welcome with me today, um, Engineer uh, Kunle Olaleye. You're welcome, sir. Can you introduce yourself? Thank you. I am Kunle Olaleye by the name. Okay, what do you do? I am professionally trained as quantity surveyor. Okay. And I work most of my time with engineers in engineering uh, construction on roads, bridges, and building uh, industry. So you're a builder? I'm a builder by the grace of God. Are you a mathematical builder with your calculations and things? Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, so now let's go to the business of the day. Now, you are a pioneer on all sides, and you believe in pioneering. What does it mean to pioneer something? Uh, what it means to pioneer is to start something from the scratch. That is, starting from zero resources to multiply whatever uh, assignment that you want to achieve or goal you want to achieve in life. I like that word you just used now, that starting from zero resources. Is it possible actually in real fact to start from zero resources? I believe it is possible because if we look at how God created the whole world, He was not looking for money to start. He created things from within Himself. And so I believe we are God's image. We too, we can start anything we want to start without money. And you can pick up from there and resources will begin to come towards that vision. Okay, now we're going to go a, little, a lot more practical. Alright? Because we're looking at starting something. Pioneering, he said, pioneering anything means that you are starting with zero resources. Now, in real, in the real world, how do you start something with nothing? Yes, uh, I remembered, uh, let's say, 15 or 20 years back, I determined to go to school and I didn't have any source of income, I look at myself, I look at what can I do to sponsor myself in school. I remember that I have a clipper that I use personally. That's a barbing clipper? Barbing clipper. Okay. And so I just thought in myself that uh, it is possible for me to go to school and also finance myself with this uh, instrument. Though I was encouraged by a message that I had from one Sunday service that there is a miracle in your house. So I look at that barbing sal uh, that uh, clipper as an instrument that will lead me to the miracle that I am pursuing. And so I make up to start with it and the resources were coming as soon as I step out by faith. The resources were coming as soon as you stepped out? Yes. Well, the resources were coming as soon as we stepped out? Uh, the, the resources that I mean was that 
a step of faith will lead to the resources that will make that vision a reality. So I keep on networking, look for where I need to have a shop. Before I was imagining that if I could get just a, a, a piece of space okay. to erect four poles and put a iron sheet and cover it and put my glass and sit. That's a wrong way of starting. <laughs> I even didn't have money then. And I had that in my mind. And I went out, talked to some landlords to give me small space in their front. But along the way, I met a miracle on the way. A ready-made kiosk was waiting for me to acquire. And the moment I talked to the owner, I was uh, allowed to start. And without any drawing, I did all the drawing of the different kind of shapes of by myself. <laughs> and I put down my chairs, cleaned the place, and just start. And customers were coming? Customers were coming, and I never have customer there before. I just got to that location. And people were coming to try. And along the line, uh, they saw that uh, uh, my own way of doing barbing were completely different from others. Wow, wow! Now that was a really that was a really inspirational story about starting something with absolutely nothing, and then telling us that um, as soon as you stepped out, resources started coming in the way. Now a, num a number of people, including probably myself and anybody who's listening to us now. My thing that we you need an office, you need a, you need money to make money, and that thing that word goes around a lot, especially most especially in, um, probably in Christian circles in churches. Maybe uh, you need money to make money. Um, a little diversion here, so uh, um, anybody listening to us will speak from Yoruba here. That means you use money to call money. But how true, sir, is that in real practical experience? Uh, well. It is true, okay. but sometimes if you don't have money, you need to have a passion in your heart. Oh. Because it is your passion that will connect you to the people that have the resources at hand. Okay. So if you step out with that passion and with that goal, with that desire, you will see a connection of people that after resources, whether money, whether material, whether instrument, they will willingly want to assist because they saw something inside of you that you are not coming to be a burden, but a blessing. By taking steps to start something, and they will want to be part of your story. That also suggests to me that um, even if you don't if you don't have, if it seems like if you don't have anything, there's something in you that you can bring out to get something. Is that correct? It's correct because every one of us, we are wired with a particular talent or gift or a, a solution inside of us. None of us is a mistake or we are an accident here or not. We are meant to come and solve a particular problem. And if you can discover a problem and you have a your heart is panting after solving it, then you are a solution in that direction. Wow, wonderful, wonderful. 
Now, um, let's go back, um, let's step back a little to pioneering. You mentioned here that uh, you have pioneered, you pioneered that the Babin Salon with that. Uh, sorry, are there any other um, experiences you've had with pioneering and with starting from nothing? Yes, I remembered when I was in my 100 level in school. Okay. Uh, we have a fellowship of our mother church and we thought of coming together as youth of that particular church. So we, we started out with a place uh, after school, uh, okay. a classroom, primary classroom. We gathered ourselves and we are using what we have then to gather people of like mind. And we started from nothing. We are clapping hands, we are singing, praising, praying, and today that fellowship uh, campus is now strong and very heavily uh, formidable formidable till today and we, we take off the challenge to pioneer it and it's not that easy but when you can lay the foundation other people will begin to build on it. Mm. Let's say, for instance, somebody who finishes or who is in school or presently thinking of leaving or about to leave school and he has a design and says, like, look, I want to start this, um, probably a business idea or anything that just came across his mind and he thinks this is viable. How can you suggest that such a person can start? I believe that first thing is to have a vision. Okay. Have a goal. It may not be all hundred uh, percent clear. clear to you, okay. but just have a goal and take a step. Even if it is by you want to be a publisher, you can start writing short, short uh, messages. All right. If you want to become uh, uh, a producer of whatever kind, start from the little one you are exposed to okay. and as you keep on increasing and with seriousness and tenacity you will begin to see ideas informations people who of have the same like mind will begin to connect to you because you are a magnet of what they have inside of them too so you can start with whatever level don't wait until everything is ready. If you don't take one step, you might not know you can make a my step. Mm. So taking one step today is reducing from the my step that you are about to achieve. So start something now, not when you leave. You mm. can start a business while you are still in school. The business that I started, I started it before I got to school. And it was the one paying for my fees and all the handout and all the rent or whatever till I come back and I still continue. Mm. So don't wait until you get a white-collar job because uh, everywhere today there is not that job there. But if you can create your own, you will be a benefit to people who will be coming out to even enroll as employ as employee under you. Mm. Uh, you, you. You mentioned something there about vision. Um, we, I know from um, personal conversation with you that we've had 
talked with like that in the past that um, your 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 babbing salon that you started then was called Igu Igu Babas. Yes, that, sir. And um, Igus, I believe, are known for vision. Yes. And I'm sure that you must have probably linked the two together before you made that name. Why Igu, number one? And then what do you think vision is? And why is vision important? Well, firstly, the Igus came from a message that I had from one Sunday sermon. Another message. Another message. Okay. Which says Igus believers. Okay. He was talking about a child of God is born as a visionary. That is, you are a product of God. God has a vision to create humanity. And that vision, he made it a reality. And you came out of that vision. You cannot do less mm. than also to continue the to vision create. of God, mm. to keep creating. So I got that idea and I look at it. I say, okay, I will name my Babin Saloon Igus Baba, okay. even though the message was Igus <laughs> Believer. <laughs> so I name it and I printed a small complimentary card, even to be Babin for some high class of people that wow. they may not come to my saloon. Okay. And one of our uh, pastor who was the second in command during when I was in my former church, uh, I was the one babbing for him. Wow. Today is a general overseer of his own ministry. I was his personal baba. <laughs> and he was paying off because uh, outdoor service attract more payment. Yeah, yeah. And in when you come into my saloon and I was making tremendous money from outdoor so uh, that name came as a result of the message I had that one Sunday service okay the second question about vision vision is very important vision is a picture of a future you want to feature in Mm. Can you take that again? In the picture of if, a future. Uh, the vision is a picture of the future you want to future in. Okay. You have a future, but you need to know what type of person you want to become in that future. Okay. So, some people, when they get to their future, they don't really know who they want to future mm. or where they want to future. That's why you can see a first-class student who got the best out of school and is still unemployable mm. in the society because he has no future what he wants to feature on in the future that is pursuing. So the picture of who I want to become mm. is that I want to be an employer of labor. An establishment where people can take their dream from nothing to something. Mm, mm. Um, we we I also know that at the point in time you conceived a vision to start something on um, a school of business for believers. Can you speak on that very b briefly? Yes, I believe that every one of us we are into business. You are on art for business, whether you are into ministry or a student or a student or you are a teacher 
or you are a parent, or whatever you do, whatever you are indirectly and directly in business. But majority of us are not conscious that we are in business, and that's why uh, uh, we need to educate every believers that business is life. God traded only one son to get many sons. So God is a businessman. So every one of us, we are to do business with the talent or gift or, uh, or opportunity or anything that we have to get more. And in business, you, you, you trade for profit not negative profit because there are businesses that are into profit negative positive like prostitute is a business but it's a negative mm. profit while some others is doing uh, farming and uh, fisheries and chicken all businesses, poultry, all businesses. For profit. so there are positive business and there are negative business but we are mentioning positive businesses so we we are mentioning positive business and okay. so this school is being organized to train believers on how to start even with little or zero resources or capital oh wonderful now that's another one that you are pioneering now yes um, let's talk about um, a little bit more about you you have taken a number of bold steps and you have been I, I, I remember a book that you you wrote called bouncing back and that's another pioneering step can you talk briefly about that book about bouncing back to life I never imagined that I can write a book as a science student we were both busy calculating and the rest I'm not a literature person. person. Okay. I I don't like reading too much because <laughs> of we are yeah, doing just calculation. calculating mathematics and uh, uh, algebra and the rest. But an event happened that brought this book to reality, and that event, far back as 2004, the event was not that palatable, but there is a way one can turn a mess to a message. Mm. The event started far back as 2004, which landed me in UCH. That was an hospital here in Nigeria? That, that was hospital in Nigeria. I was, the fa I was a final year student in, in school, and ultimately, I was the Joint Christian Campus Fellowship President at the same time. But I find myself in hospital to an extent that it is a matter of life and death but i choose to obey god and did what he commanded me we were pioneering a kind of uh, second term uh, uh, second semester crusade and in the course of pioneering this i collapsed and i was uh, transported to usage I make a covenant that, Lord, if you can help me to succeed in this crusade, I will come back for the treatment. And I went, and the crusade was successful. You, you left the hospital? I left the hospital. Went back to the crusade? Went back to the crusade. Finished the crusade? Finished it. And came back? And came back. To the hospital? <laughs> to the hospital. And I thank God that 
souls were born again. People gave their life to Christ. And I said the mission accomplished. Accomplished. Now God take control. Now the the, the, the book is uh, bouncing back to life. You you said you had um, an incident, um, a crisis that happened there. Was it that terrible that um, you had to report yourself into the, as in sign yourself in into UCH? Yes, it was an art operation uh, kind of uh, uh, challenges, wow. um, which was very major. Uh, I reported back because uh, sometimes wisdom is profitable for direction. Mm. So a majority of Christians believe that everything is by faith. I believe and I acted on them. But sometimes when God will want you to take some step, it may be outside your faith. So mm. I listened to the counsel and I went for the operation. And the enemy rose that I may not return back alive. alive. But thank be to God that I came back alive. And the testimony was that after I bounced back, the experience was the one that brought the book bouncing back to life. Well, you, you mentioned here again that um, I, I know that you seem to be taking this a little bit longer. You mentioned again that you listen to counsel. You know, in, in pioneering, because you pioneered the crusade, you pioneered um, setting yourself up into an hospital. How important is it to listen to counsel or to listen to instruction or advice? Is it that important? It's very important. If it is not important, you will not read it in the Bible. Oh. The Bible says, in the multitude of counseling, there is safety. Mm. There is direction there is a way out if i did not listen i won't be alive today because it got to a level that my faith could not carry it again and i was counseled by one of my mentors that i should go for the operation and after the operation is who you are now talking with mm. now let's talk a little bit about um i know you're a man of faith and prayer is an essential part of what uh, what you do in business and in pioneering is, is prayer that important yes prayer is very key in pioneering anything because you are inviting god to take complete control of unforeseen circumstances that may arise in the course of the assignment okay and so business is a spiritual assignment assignment Business is a spiritual assignment. Yes. Business is spiritual. Majority believe if I can put all the principles together, things will work. But they are forgotten that the atmosphere that your business empire is, uh, is residing is being controlled by certain powers, certain spiritual entities that you cannot see. But the moment as a child of God who knows the spiritual importance of prayer, you begin to take charge of the atmosphere and dislodge every occupier of that particular environment so that you can succeed in your choosing business uh, uh, premises. For instance, we were told that Jacob, when he was 
struggling with the well that his grandfather dug. dug. Many people were struggling with it mm. and they took those possessions from him mm. until he prayed and he finally got to a place where he named it as Rehoboth. It is spiritual business. If you think you can succeed without prayer, then you will learn by correction. <laughs> if you think that you can't succeed without prayer, you will learn by correction. Yes, ah, because the, cor one, the correction, you may either live to see the correction or you might have gone. Wow. It's so serious because this word is a spiritual word, entity on its own. You are in business while others people are also in business. Many know where they go to seek for power. And someone said, if you cannot be in the secret court, then you need to be in the secret place. Mm. Because in the secret, that is where decisions are taken. Mm. Well, I see here you mentioned something earlier on about that when you went out, it was as you went out that supplies came in. Yes. As you went out, supplies came in. Now, how real in the present world, how really fish I know that that was what you uh, experienced. But is it really applicable in all situations that uh, as I step out, resources will flow in? Yes, because it's a law. It's a law. The law says whatever goes up will come down. And there is a law that says like mine, like poles attracts, unlike poles repair. If you don't create an action, there won't be a reaction. It is when you react that the action begins to take place. So I take, took a step of faith by stepping out by the, with the vision that I have and never knew that there are already made resources, provisions that are waiting for me to magnetize. So, until a step is taken, you don't know or you may not believe the miracles or testimony that is about to come your way. That means also that another law, if I may um, suggest that, about law, about the law of supply and demand. Can you use that to also explain? Yes, there is a law we learned in economics called law of supply and demand. If there is no demand on a particular item, there won't be supply. If you have a vision to be a, a solution provider, you will get people who have the problem to bring to you to solve for them. Life is all about problem and solution. If there is no problem, there is no solution. But the moment there is problem, solution is also next door, next door to it. Mm. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. Now, you also mentioned about looking inward, in the pioneering that you need to look inward. A number of times we come to a point where in our world we look a lot more outward. You know, social media is here, films are there, things are all around to like um, distract and engage us. And what you are talking about looking inward, 
What do you mean? What I mean by looking inward is that your ability that has been wired originally from God inside you is the re, is the uh, uh, the solution that heaven or God expect you to go and discharge. If you look outward, what you will see is a copy of who you are. You are the original copy. And when you bring out your original, every other will begin to copy from you. Who you will become is loaded inside of you. Your gifts, your talent, your your experience, your whatever has been installed. You you are like a computer that has so many applications. And the moment you begin to activate those applications, it will begin to solve problems outside. So don't look outward because the solution is not outside, it's inside. Thank you very much, sir. We are rounding up now, but sir, we, if you were to be asked that, what would you be one word or one sentence that you want to tell the whole world? If you have the opportunity to stand on CNN, for instance, and speak to the whole world, what would that one word or one statement be? And that word is, you are the only you. You are not a carbon copy. Your or you are an original and wherever you find yourself you are not in competition but in complementing the society complement every organization that you find yourself lay a landmark that after you have left that place they will forever remember what you have done where i am today there are some landmark i lay down and after I have left, they will still remember me. Thank you very much, sir. Before we go, once again, please don't forget this. Tomorrow is coming. And the best time to prepare is today. God bless you. See you later.